Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Nurse Getting Angle, the show by nurses for nurses and everything that impact nurses. At The Nurse Getting Angle, we encourage, we empower, and we equip nurses to reach their peak performance. I am your host, Gideon Isuzor. Now, family, we have an important show today. This topic is near and dear to my heart, and one I feel is not getting enough attention. Post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD in nursing. Yeah, let's talk about this. Before we do so, let us get the uh, criteria, understand the criteria for PTSD from the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, 5th edition, a.k.a. DSM-5. The criteria for P- PTSD is as follows. Exposure to actual or threatened death, serious injury, or sexual violence. Okay, so starts with that. Followed by at least one intrusion or re-experiencing symptom. At least one avoidance symptom. At least two cognition and mood symptoms. And finally, at least two arousal or reactivity. Sorry. At least two arousal and reactivity symptoms. Let's delve a little deeper and and parse out these criteria and symptoms a little bit. So, what does it mean by exposure to actual or threatened death, injury, or sexual violence? Well, one, you can directly experience the traumatic event or witness the traumatic event. Or learn it, it it occurred to a close family friend. Okay. Or the repeated exposure to details of trauma, like in the case of first responders, uh, soldiers, trauma nurses. All right. And then it talked about it talks about intrusion symptoms or re-experiencing uh, symptoms. What does that mean? It means memories, having dreams, a flashback connected with that experience. Can also be cognitive or physical distress when exposed to cues or symbols, symbols of that traumatic event, or having dreams that are with, with similar content or similar effect related to the trauma. And it talks about avoidance. Essentially, means avoiding places, people, activities that are connected with the event, or avoiding thoughts. Feelings, memories connected with the traumatic event. And I talked about negative alterations in cognition and mood. This could be um, exaggerated negative beliefs, self-blame, negative emotional states. It could be fear, anger or guilt on the inability to experience positive emotions, reduced interest or participation in activities that you once enjoyed and then you know feeling detached from others and finally talks about alterations in arousal in this case you are could be easily startled um feeling tense or on edge having difficulty sleeping difficulty concentrating having angry outbursts Right. So 
Yeah, that's the criteria for PTSD. Does any of these symptoms sound familiar to some of you? Because it sure does to me. So now that we know what PTSD is, let's see how it might relate to nurses. Now, exposure to actual or threatened death, injury, sexual violence goes beyond directly experiencing the event. I, I think we've established that because you may be a witness or, you know, learning it, it occurred to a close family friend or, you know, having, you know, experiencing repeated exposure to details of the trauma. But get this, just because the event did not happen to a close friend does not diminish the impact it may have on you, right? Especially as a nurse. Why is that? Because some, if not most nurses, draw closer to patients, to the patient's family, friends, kids, grandkids, especially in cases of a protracted or terminal illness. Correct? Now listen to this. How do you handle the unfortunate demise of one of your patients? How do you handle it? Especially one you've, you've, you've drunk close to. Do you just go back to work and act like nothing happened? Yeah, that sounds about right. Because that, that's usually what happens, in my experience, 99% of the time. Correct? We just perform our postmodern activities, make the calls, get ready for shift change, finish out our notes, then get this, return the very next day for another 12-hour shift where you may lose yet another patient or one of your colleagues may lose a patient. Then the cycle continues and continues. So let me ask you this. How long can this be your reality? before it begins to negatively impact your well-being. Six months? One year? Two? Three? Ten? Twenty years? So, you wonder why you have frequent outbursts at home. Why you take that frustration on your family members. On your kids, your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your significant other. You wonder why you cannot have a restful sleep. Perhaps due to those re-experiencing symptoms, right? You wonder why you just want to remain in bed all day long on your day off. It's not just because you're tired. You just don't have the interest anymore. Listen, could you have a case of undiagnosed and untreated PTSD? And by the way, with delayed expression, PTSD may take some years for symptoms to appear. Right? Have you addressed these symptoms? Is it possible that you need therapy? 
psychopharmacology intervention or will you let this suffering continue I have to say this I suspect this might be first of many episodes about PTSD in nursing because I believe it is actually more prevalent than we think we are expected to be tough as nurses just carry on you know show little emotion especially if you work in a trauma center you just you just gotta go on the next patient is an EKG and he's an INT and he's two liters of fluids I gotta carry on. and I get and I get this I, I understand that because those other patients are relying on you to get well right I get it the question is are you taking care of yourself or, you, or do you just show up the next day and act like nothing happened? My hope is that we can have more conversation about this. So I, I plead with you to invite other nurses to listen to this episode and start the conversation. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm, I want us to start this conversation. Hospital administrators, nurse managers, chief nursing officers. What are you doing to protect and care for the most important asset you have in that healthcare system? What are you doing? Because retention is more than financial compensation, right? I believe preserving and promoting the psychological health of your nurses should be a priority. So what is being done? So I want to hear from you. Share your thoughts with me. Send me an email. I like to... Um, Year from other nurses, what do you think is what do you think are are good solutions to um, this issue PTSD in nursing? I want to hear from you. Now let me leave you with this quote. This is I think this is a very fitting uh, quote by Francis of Assisi. It reads: Start by doing what's necessary. Then do what's possible, and suddenly you're doing the impossible. Let me let me state that again. Start by doing what is necessary, then do what is possible. Then suddenly you are doing the impossible. This is fitting. This is very fitting. Nurse Jackie, Nurse John, Nurse Stephen, Nurse Catherine. I see you. You're working hard. You're doing your very best. But you need to take care of yourself today. Do what is necessary. Do what is necessary. Listen, family. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Nurse Gideon Angle. Until next time, be well. <laughs>